Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment in my college football breakdown series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level. And in this segment, I will be continuing with the Liberty Flames, who last year went 8-5 and five in, uh, facing an independent schedule. And this year, they are joining Conference USA, a new member in a new conference with an opportunity to uh, do some really, really big things in year one in Conference USA. Liberty started the year 8-1 and one last year, won at SEC foe Arkansas, had an unbelievable start to the season. Then, unfortunately, the season started to fall apart at the end as they lost four in a row down the stretch as head coach Hugh Freeze uh, accepted the head coaching position at Auburn, and that kind of got out there, and it really, really uh, uh, let the sails down from the trajectory of the program last season. They were on a in a really good, really good course to do some amazing things last year. Uh, like I said, they won at Arkansas. Their only loss was at Wake Forest by one point. Uh, they won it at, at Southern Miss in overtime. They beat UAB. They beat Akron. They won at Old Dominion. They won at UMass. Beat Gardner Webb. They throttled BYU the week before, or the game before they won at Arkansas. And then, like I said, things just kind of fell apart, losing at UConn, losing to Virginia Tech, uh, New Mexico State, and then in the bowl game against Toledo. But in my opinion, Liberty made the best hire of the 2023 coaching cycle, hiring away Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina, who I am a huge, huge fan of. He is my favorite coach in college football. I love the system that he runs. But more importantly, I love who he is as a man and as a human being. I love his his faith and his beliefs and his morals. Uh, it's just an absolute perfect fit at Liberty. Let's go ahead and dive into the breakdown now. The Liberty Flames play at Williams Stadium, one of the premier uh, G5 venues in college football. It's a beautiful, beautiful stadium, undergoing some really nice renovations uh, just to, to add some uh, great things there. Its, it's capacity is 25000 just like I said, a beautiful, beautiful venue that I cannot wait to get to in the very near future. I'm really, really hoping to head to get to Lynchburg, if not this year, next year, uh, to just be a part of that wonderful atmosphere. Uh, looking at now a coach on the rise within the program, there's a ton of guys that I could go with, but I'm going to go with uh, co-offensive coordinator Willie Korn, who I've been a fan of for a long time uh, during his time at Coastal Carolina. But he also, uh, he began his coaching career. He's been with Coach Chadwell the whole time. 2013, he was the wide receivers coach at Charleston Southern. Then uh, 14 through 16 was bumped up to recruiting coordinator along with wide receivers coach. Uh, 17, 18, he became the wide receivers coach at Coastal Carolina. And then 19 through 22, he was the co-offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach at Coastal. Then, of course, has that same title at Liberty an absolutely amazing, bright young mind in the coaching profession and somebody who is going to rise very, very quickly and, and do some amazing things. I know there was a rumor uh, a year or so ago of him possibly going to Clemson as the OC. 
Um, he, he is that good, and I think he's going to do some amazing things here at Liberty and in, in his bright future. Uh, looking at the 2023 schedule now for Liberty, they open up against Bowling Green. Then they have an opportunity to avenge that loss last season to New Mexico State. They go to Buffalo, to FIU, and then they start uh, that Conference USA slate of uh, midweek games where they play uh, Sam Houston State on a Thursday night. Then they go to Jacksonville State on a Tuesday, so only five days rest between those games. Real quick turnaround there. Then they play Middle Tennessee State on uh, Tuesday, October 17th. And then probably the game of the year in the Sun Belt on Tuesday, October 24th, they go to Western Kentucky. That's going to be an unbelievable game. I'm hoping to be able to get to that game myself. That's going to be two electric teams playing there. And then they get back to playing on Saturdays. They host Louisiana Tech, host Old Dominion, host UMass, then conclude the season by going to UTEP. I know a lot of people are giving Liberty a lot of flack for the schedule that they have this season. And the, and the thing that people have to remember, uh, they, they, these schedules are made years and years in advance. And when Liberty uh, jumped to Conference USA, they had to really shift their schedule a lot. So this is what they were able to compile and put together. They have a real opportunity to do something special this year uh, against uh, a very favorable schedule. So diving into the position-by-position breakdown now, starting with the offense. Uh, The quarterback position has the most depth in Conference USA. Uh, Jonathan Bennett started seven games last season and provides great leadership. Uh, Southern Miss transfer Trey Lowe has, has had flashes of brilliance. But in my opinion, look for uh, Caden Salter, if he can stay healthy, to get the starting nod. He has all the physical tools and attributes to run Jamie Chadwell's offense really well. Obviously, shifting from Jamie Chadwell had Grayson McCall the past handful of years at Coastal Carolina, who was basically cloned for that offense. But you need a quarterback who, who is super accurate and physical and can run because they run that triple option-esque attack um, out of the shotgun and do a lot of amazing things out of that offense. My favorite offense to watch personally. And I think Caden Salter fits the system really, really well. Uh, The running back room has all kinds of talent. Uh, Wake Forest transfer Quentin Cooley showed explosiveness in the spring then Arkansas transfer James Joyner is a tough runner, so they got that perfect thunder and lightning combination there. Look for true freshman Vaughn Blue to do some big things. He's quick and has great hands out of the backfield. Then they also added Colorado transfer Victor Venn, who has great speed as well. This is a tremendous running back room. Just pretty elite talent here. Um, to, in this system, it could be pretty darn scary with those with that group of guys. Uh, the receiving core returns valuable pieces and wide receivers. C.J. Daniels, who averaged 17.7 yards per catch last season. Noah Frith and uh, Treon Shibley, along with tight end Bentley Hansaw. Then the additions of wide receiver Reese White from West Virginia, who's going to have a big year in this offense, I think. And then Errol Rogers from Louisiana, along with tight end Jacob Jenkins from Coastal Carolina, are big additions for this group. Uh, on paper, it may seem that this receiving core is, I don't want to say down, but not as productive as years past. But this is a group here 
with the new system that I think is really going to flourish. Uh, the offensive line returns three starters. Xavier Gadlin is versatile and can play almost anywhere on the line. Uh, left guard Jonathan Graham and right guard Brandon Schlittler also return. And then the additions of uh, center Jordan White from West Virginia, tackle Xavier Gray from Akron, and tackle Jack Tucker from Texas Tech provide good depth. Except Expect Jordan White to really step in at center and, and take that position. Shifting now to the defense, uh, the defensive line will be led by star defensive tackle Kennedy Charles, who had 59 tackles and five and a half sacks last season. He, he's he's a really, really talented player uh, and will be a surefire first-team all-conference member. He's joined at defensive tackle by returners Jay Hardy and Bryce Dixon. In the defensive end position returns C.J. Brazel but has added valuable pieces in true freshman T.J. Bush and Larry Jones, along with uh, Greg Carroll from Georgia Tech and Bryson Jennings from North Carolina. Uh, the linebacking core lost a lot to the transfer portal. This might be the, the biggest question mark on the team. Uh, returners Jerome Jolly, Tyron Dupree, and Akil Washington will make their mark. And then the addition of uh, Chike Nwakwo from Abilene Christian is big. But again, they lost some extremely talented pieces here that moved on to uh, bigger, bigger schools. And, and that, but a great opportunity for these new guys to step in and really show what they can do. Uh, the secondary returns quality pieces. Cornerbacks Kobe Singleton and Amarian Williams, along with safeties Quentin Reese, Corey Jones, and Preston Hodge. Uh, the additions of safety Brandon Bishop from Louisiana and cornerbacks Josh Wiggins from Colorado and Elijah Hopkins from Coastal Carolina provide great depth. <clears throat> now, shifting to special teams, both punter Max Morgan and kicker Nick Brown return. Punting was solid last season, but the kicking game needs to improve on accuracy. Brown missed uh, multiple kicks last season, and he missed a very, very short chip shot in the bowl game against Toledo that they ended up losing by two in that game. So if, if they're able to improve that, we could see some even more impressive things for Liberty. Final analysis now. This is my opinion of the Flames heading into the season. I've already said this, but I think Jamie Chadwell was the number one hire of the coaching cycle. His beliefs and values fall right in line with Liberty, and he has a proven pedigree. He's won everywhere he's been. Charleston Southern, Coastal Carolina did amazing work there. And this is a program that's used to winning. Uh, they have a sturdy defense, and they'll have a solid rushing attack. Expect big things under Coach Chadwell here at Liberty. I, I am a firm believer, like, like I've said already, that Coach Chadwell is a home run hire. He is an unbelievably gifted coach. He gets his players to buy in very quickly, and they do some amazing things uh, with his leadership. But it also falls to the rest of the guys in the staff, and they have a tremendous coaching staff like Coach Willie Korn, who I highlighted already, but they have plenty of others who, who are amazing coaches, just a great group here. And, and I think one of the things to really hit on with Liberty in Conference USA and this has been well documented, I believe, and it's this is an institution that's willing to spend money for 
athletics. They, of course, have the money to do it, but they are fully in support of athletics and the growth that uh, that is coming for this institution. And I think that there's a definite possibility that Liberty won't be in Conference USA too terribly long, depending on the shifts that come in upcoming conference realignment. But I think Liberty has really placed themselves in a great position moving forward, not only with an unbelievable coach, but just have really placed themselves as an athletic program and an institution, more importantly, that is well on the rise. And, and as a Bible-believing Christian, I am a huge, huge fan of Liberty University, and I would would absolutely love if my children had the opportunity to participate in athletics at Liberty or just to be able to attend the university. It is uh, our premier Christian university in the country, and uh, I am a huge, huge fan of the program and of the head coach. So... Hope you guys enjoyed this breakdown. Uh, one of the favorite things I get to do every year. Uh, this is I, I, I have a blast doing these. Uh, please like, subscribe, ever listen to the podcast, and then give the podcast Twitter account a follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good day. God bless.